Hey guys, I'm your host Haley, and I'm Terkant. And on today's episode of the breakdown, we'll be talking about which rap era is the best. Mhm. And this is a heavily debated topic. Like we had a hard time deciding too. For real though. To make it easier, we tried to judge each era by a few categories. But first of all, let's go over the different eras. Yeah, for sure. So we decided on the beginning era, which is from around 1979 to 1988, the golden era, which was from 1989 to 1996, the platinum era, which was from 1997 to 2003, the ringtone era from 03 to 2010, the internet era from 2010 to 2017, and we know there are overlaps in the years 2003 and 2010, that's because a lot of the songs released those years could fit into multiple eras. And finally, we have the modern era, which began in 2018 and continues to this day. And we're going to be judging each of these eras based on a couple of categories. For each era, we'll be looking at songs which sort of define those years, and we'll be looking at how high those songs got on the charts. We'll also be looking at lyric excerpts from each era to judge the content of rap during each age as well. Yep. After doing a lot of research, we've determined that all the eras were extremely significant in developing rap music and making it the genre it is today. However, our current modern era is the best as the music produced in this era represents the perfection of all the different subgenres in the overarching rap genre. Although we are deciding the best era of music based on these criteria, it is not simply about what music sounds better, as this is extremely subjective, and I think we all have our own opinions, and we can't really decide on that. Yep. So although the quality of the music is going to be a big factor in determining this, we will also be focusing on the impact of the era on the genre as a whole, as well as discussing what eras were pivotal in making rap the popular genre, which it is today. Yep. So let's dive into this. We're going to start by looking at the beginning era. We're going to start with a song from our very own Bay Area, MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This, which peaked at number eight. Also, for reference, when we talk about the song's peak, this is the highest rank that the song ever got on Billboard's Top 100 charts. This was a really influential song which saw wild success in the dance scene, which is iconic lyrics, You Can't Touch This. This exciting danceable rap style of music is further seen in Salt and Peppa's Push It, which peaked at number 19. Again, this duo utilized exciting and repetitive lyrics like, ah, push it, push it real good. Additionally, this type of rap, which was heavily influenced by pop culture, can also be seen in Run DMC's It's Tricky, where they repeat the lines, it's tricky to rock a rhyme, to rock a rhyme that's right on time, it's tricky, multiple times to build an exciting and energetic song. Extending outside of this exciting danceable style of rap music, pioneers of gangster rap were gaining popularity in the West Coast. In Easy Ease, Easy Does It, which peaked at number 41, he talks about his experience growing up in Compton with lyrics like, Because I'm a gangster having fun, never leave the pad without packing a gun. Easy E continues his gangsta attitude by teaming up with other Compton natives such as Dr. Dre and Ice Cube in the group NWA. In the song Straight Outta Compton, Easy e continues to create his gangsta persona with lyrics like, Easy is the name and the boys come in straight out of Compton. 
However, this gangster rap style faced less popularity opposed to other styles as the song reached its peak at number 37. Although the beginning era was important to introducing the gangster rap and more boogie-type rap styles, rap simply had not been developed enough during this era in order to classify it as the best or anywhere near there. Now we're going to move on to the golden era, which is from 1989 to 1996. During this era, it was really important as rap would face a lot more popularity than previous eras, with Nas's Street Dreams reaching a number one spot with its lyrics like, She got me in the back, even sweeter, fresh Caesar, guest David Robinson's Wally Moccasins. Yeah, Nas's music was extremely influential and his illimatic album is still seen today as one of the best rap albums. However, you need to realize that Nas was a bit of an exception during this era as the genre was still developing and rap was still not as well received as other genres. For example, an amazing song by Tupac, California Love, which sports lyrics like California knows how to party, only ended up reaching number 34 on the charts. This is a common theme in a lot of the songs in this golden age, with a ward tour by A Tribe Called Quests only peaking at number 28. Although the songs were extremely lyrical during this era, which is seen in Wu-Tang Clan's Protect Your Neck, with lyrics like, Wu-Tang Clan coming at you, protect your neck, kids, so it set off the inspector deck, watch your step, kid. The golden era simply failed to reach enough popularity to make it truly the best era. Although there is a valid argument that the music in this era is the greatest, the golden era simply is not the greatest era of rap as it lacked a strong popularity within the general population. Moving on to the platinum era, from 1997 to 2003, rap starting significantly more hits, reaching top 10 spots. In 2002, Eminem released his Lose Yourself, which ended up reaching a number one spot due to his impeccable flow and his inspiring lyrics like, you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. Again in 2003, 50 Cent peaked at a number three spot for the genre with his song In the Club, which sported the infamous lyrics, you can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. Yep, this platinum era saw many new fans and new popularity. This is even further seen in Work It by Missy Elliott, which peaked at number three through her insightful lyrics like, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Additionally, Ja Rule's Always On Time reached a number 16 spot, illustrating the new fans in the genre. In this platinum era, many pop bands found newfound love in rap music as a result of pop features on rap songs. In Jay-Z's O3 Bonnie and Clyde, he raps with Beyonce, singing lyrics like, If I was your girlfriend... I'll be there for you if someone hurts you, which eventually landed a number four hit for the genre. The platinum era began a new type of rap slash pop songs, which includes pop artists singing a hook on a rapper's song. Although this type of rap saw massive popularity, it was still a work in progress and would see more popularity in later eras. Now, we're going to move on to the ringtone era from 2003 to 2010. This era welcomed many new styles of rap music, as well as solidifying rap music with pop features as a significant part of rap. In Kanye West's Gold Digger, he features Jamie Foxx and uses an exciting beat with a catchy hook. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't messing with no broke broke. Additionally, during this era, the gangster rap subgenre was solidified with Snoop Dogg's hits such as Drop It Like It's Hot, which reached number 30. Although a few of these rap subgenres reached peak songs, many new subgenres emerged out of this era, including emo trap, 
internet hits, and the hypey movement. Let's start with the hypey movement. This movement, pioneered by Mac Dre, was essential to hip-hop music in the Bay Area, and his legend was influential for many artists such as Keek the Sneak, E-40, and Wiz Khalifa. Mac Dre encouraged people to be themselves and made music which lightened up rooms with his unique and imaginative lyrics like, I'm sicker than stars, higher than Mars, and I treat my bitch like an ATM card. Additionally, during this period, this emo trap rap genre began to emerge. This genre would peak later on. The origins during the springtime era were essential, with artists like Kid Cudi and His Day and Night, which saw considerable success peaking at number five through his lyrics. Because day and night, the lonely stoner seems to free his mind at night. He's all alone through the day and night. Even outside of those two rap genres, another movement pioneered by Soulja Boy emerged. This was an increase in rap hits that had a dance to go along with them, which was primarily spread through the internet. Soulja Boy's Crank That saw massive success on internet platforms and reached a number 32 hit on the charts. Although this song and dance duo is infamous to this day, it did not reach the level of success which future hits during the internet era would. Although the ringtone era produced music, which was extremely influential to future eras, it simply was not the greatest era, as this era was a time of development, with most subgenres just beginning to start out. Let's move on to the internet era. This period saw many rap hits reach high on the charts unlike before. Additionally, one major change during this period was the increased popularity of streaming services, like Spotify and Apple Music. For example, Goosebumps by Travis Scott reached 900 million plays on Spotify and Kendrick Lamar's Humble reaching more than a billion plays. During this internet era, rap music grew immensely thanks to streaming services. However, this genre still did not reach the same popularity as its pop hits, such as ones by Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber constantly taking up number one spots. Yep. Although this can be considered the second best era, it really can't be classified as the best. Lyrically, many hit songs lacked substance, and many songs never reached number one hits. For example, Fetty Wap's Trap Queen peaked at a number two spot with his catchy beat. However, the lyrics were a bit weak, like, and I get high with my baby. I just left the mall. I'm getting fly with my baby. Yeah. Additionally, these less thoughtful lyrics are also seen in the Migos' Bad and Bougie. Although this song faced much popularity reaching a number two hit, again, lyrically, it was a bit lacking and repetitive, with lyrics such as raindrops, drop top, smoking on cooking the hot box. However, the internet era did symbolize growth in the genre as a whole. What Soldier Boy has started in during the ringtone era with his rap hit, which faced internet popularity as the song went alongside a dance, saw massive success during the internet era. Ray Sharmer's Black Beatles peaked at number one and saw massive popularity online with its danceable lyrics like, That girl is a real crowd pleaser, small world, all her friends know me. Finally, we've reached our current era, the modern era, which began in 2018. During this period, many rap songs reached number one hits, where they stayed at the top for a while. Additionally, lyrically, the genre has improved greatly during this time. Childish Gambino's This Is America tackled racism in America by discussing the hardships associated with being a black man during this time, with his lyrics like, You just a black man in this world. You just a barcode, A. Not only did his song represent the lyrical improvements in the rap genre, he also reached a number one spot. 
illustrating the immense popularity and influence rap had received during this time. Additionally, Drake's God's Plan and The Box by Roddy Rich both reached number one hits through their exciting lyrics. Outside of these number one hits, during the modern era, we saw the emo trap rap movement peak in popularity during this period. Juice Road's Lucid Dreams peaked at a number two hit, and Lily Subert's Future Shuffle 2020 peaked at number 29 and more than 150 million plays on Spotify. Overall, in the modern era, the emo trap rap reached a peak, which helps contribute to making this era as a whole the greatest. Today, we have a special guest who's going to talk about their opinions on the rap eras. They've been a big fan of rap music and are passionate about the genre as a whole. So to get started, what era do you think is the best? I think the best era would be our current modern era. During this time, so many albums like Astroworld and Eternal Take released, which were influential to rap as a whole. Definitely. Did you have a tough time thinking about this or did you think of any close seconds? Yes, I had a lot of trouble deciding. I'm a big fan of Nas and many artists during the golden era. But during the modern era, production has increased immensely. And I think the overall quality of music has increased. Yeah, that's exactly what we thought. And the numbers speak for themselves. In terms of both the quality of music and the influence, the modern era is clearly the greatest rap era.